I come back home to an empty apartment and drop my keys into the metal dish by the door. They land with a clang. There's a dying tree by the door. Must remember to stop by the garden center on Northeast 2nd Ave in the morning. I put on a pot of tea. I think about my day. I have longed for days like this. Resting, loving myself, granting myself a moment to just think and be. On my walk home from Aura, a bar and restaurant attached to the neighborhood bookstore, I see a woman. The humid air catches her dress. Her skin is littered with freckles. Her hair is the color of cinnamon. She hops in a luxury truck alone and speeds away. I pass a family on the street. Their giggles and soft speech carry on the air around them. They speak in their native tongue. They sound like wind chimes. They are a private universe of their own. Beautiful. La familia. I pass a woman talking with a man over dinner about a show she saw in Vegas. I wander into a warehouse with poster-sized photographs leaning against the walls. A marketplace is coming to this space soon. I wonder if I can afford it. I pass a dark, narrow walkway filled with plants and trees. I cross paths with a black cat finishing someone's leftovers. I love the clean streets of South Beach and the sound of crickets outside my windows. I am thankful that my legs are strong enough to carry me. I am thankful. Jessica Winston once wrote, there are people who would kill for what you have and even kill you. Be thankful for what you have. I think of all the things I have acquired and I think these things may be here, even after my spirit abandons this flesh. It is not about the accumulation of things, but the use of them. I want to use these things to create some new things, which will increase life and beauty for myself and others. I think about my mortality every day. And one of my greatest concerns is that I won't be able to read all the books I long to read. I think about my friends, the ones I still have, especially, and I feel grateful for their patience with me as I continue to grow. I am thankful for my life, grateful to breathe the same air as you. Outside my window, a woman screams in laughter. I am thankful for her life too and the joy she feels in this moment. What's good, witches? It's Ayo. Welcome back to the Bossy Bruja podcast. I am always so pleased and so happy to have this time to speak with you all. I'm recording with my windows open. <laughs> so, and it's um, Sunday evening, so you might hear uh, some of my neighbors cackling in the background, some of them playing their music, some of them driving by. <laughs> um, it is very warm down here in South Florida, and I am enjoying the warm air. I spent today in a creative space. 
um, not only enjoying the the art and creations of other people, but also writing and speaking with people. Uh, when I say speaking with people, I mean talking with strangers, <laughs> um, sharing a smoke with um, a beautiful Latina woman that I met at the bar, sharing a meal um, and receiving a a daiquiri with which strawberry daiquiris are one of my favorite drinks my drink is a rum and coke but um my mother used to make us virgin strawberry daiquiris when we were kids so <laughs> um so i love a strawberry daiquiri um so i i shared a meal with the barman i went to the nail salon today and had a wonderful conversation with my manicurist um and was able to get him a meal. He was kind of cranky today, so I decided he should eat something. <laughs> um, today was wonderful. I had a really good time. Over the last few months, I've spent the majority of my time working. And sometimes when I love to work and work feels good to me, but I do think that making time for to wander, to be creative, to explore my new neighborhood, to walk. I love to walk, um, to be amongst the trees, to see some new faces and to hear some new voices. I think that that can really feed me. I don't know if you all can relate, but it, it feeds me on a spiritual level and it feeds my creativity. Um, and it just, it helps to be in a playful, uh, adventurous mode for a change and to not be moving and working and, and you know, only acting out of uh, responsibility and obligation. So it was a really nice day. Had a good time. Um, I'm falling more and more in love with living uh, on South Beach because there's everything is here it's a really beautiful space there's really not much need to to leave um for you know much of anything so i got to spend the full day here now i wanted to create this podcast because i've had a few things on my mind and um i think that some of these thoughts could be helpful other people. I talk a lot about work. I, I think I talk a lot also about who we associate with and how, you know, those we allow to influence our minds and hearts in some way affects and influences our growth or lack thereof. And those things are important, but I do feel a need within myself to begin moving beyond that conversation. It does feel like beating a dead horse, <laughs> you know? And being someone who has recently graduated from a survival mode of living into a space where all of my basic needs are handled, I'm really okay and I, I feel like I'm thriving um, most of the time now. It's, oh, First of all, it feels like a full circle moment. I met a woman, a young woman. Uh, she was a dance instructor named Sarah when I was driving Lyft 
last year here in Miami and she was so excited to live in South Beach. She had uh, moved away from her hometown. I think she was from somewhere in New England. Um, And she moved here and she was so excited about life. And what she kept saying over and over is I'm thriving. She was earning $50 an hour to teach dance. She absolutely loved dance. She was working with young students and having a blast. She was living down here on South Beach. And I dropped her off. And I remember her looking at me and wishing me well and telling me that she loved me and heading off on her merry way. And encountering her felt so refreshing. You know those kinds of people that you come into contact with who are really alert and awake and not just drifting and allowing life to happen to them, but they're actually doing things that they love. They are taking time for themselves. I think she was coming from a party. She was wearing a beautiful white dress. and the evening had ended with her choosing to, you know, allow her friends to continue partying and for her to turn in because, you know, that was the choice she was deciding to make. Um, not unconsciously allowing decisions to be made for her. I know sometimes my experience is that, you know, when we're out with friends at a party that can be kind of this drifting from one Um, event to the next or from one space to the next but she was not allowing that for herself she made a conscious decision that she'd had enough and that it was time for her to come home and she was so bright-eyed and excited and happy vibrant and full of life after a full night of partying with her girls Um, and that level of aliveness and authenticity and beauty and uh, love was just really touching. So now that I feel (laughs) to be in a a similar space of thriving, I have been wondering what the hell do people do? (laughs) When you are not worrying about paying bills or worrying about you know, taking off, your boss getting an attitude about you taking off or asking other people for permission to do whatever it is you want to do in life. And you have um, you have a, a high degree of autonomy and you get to decide how you'll be using your time. You get to decide where you will be investing your energy and attention and money. And what do people do? You know, when so much of your time in life has been devoted to simply surviving and getting by and, you know, honestly living basically paycheck to paycheck, which was my previous experience and tolerating relationships which were probably not best or ideal for me um, or aligned with my purpose and my mission and my goals in life. That was that was my practice. That was how I lived. So now it feels like I have all of this clear space around me, um, all of these resources to an employ. And now I finally get to, you know, do some of the things that i wanted to do but it's almost 
it's almost a surprise <laughs> to be in this space where I actually can take the time to create podcasts and to write blogs and essays and to read and study and to practice yoga and to to do whatever the hell I want to travel. Wow. It's amazing. It's amazing to be in a space that is beyond being concerned with the petty dramas of friends or to, you know, to have elevated and and graduated beyond the space of having my mind crowded and burdened with these petty frustrations and concerns so going from using my mind power to figuring out how I'm going to handle small things to having all of this space to create is definitely a leap it's definitely a space I haven't been in since I was 16 (laughs) and when I say 16 you know because that's the last time I, I wasn't paying any bills. So 14 years ago, about 14 years ago. Um, but being in that creative space, being reconnected to my spirituality and having this very distinct feeling of time and how limited time can be I think about the fact that I will have a death experience every day I think about death every single day particularly my death and what concerns me most is that (laughs) I won't be able to read all the books I want to read and experience all this amazing art that people are creating the music i literally feel like every line i read in a book every song i hear is a miracle i feel so thankful for every note i read from you all every gift i receive in the mail every Every time one of you shares your story with me, I feel, it feels like a miracle. It feels amazing. First of all, there are over 7 billion people on the planet. Like what are the what are the odds that you and I would be in this space together right now? That is a mir- that is a miracle. Okay? That's amazing. That is amazing to me. The people whose spirit has brought to me who who are enough of a similar vibration to me that we have met in this world on this planet you know this time and space and this day and age amazing these are miracles so I feel thankful every time I get to see a picture that one of you has captured um, every time I get to read um, a caption that really touches me like the, the one I mentioned um, from Jessica Winston or House of Voodoo um, it's, to me it's just 
know, I want to absorb and experience and see and witness as much as I possibly can. Um, and moving beyond the conversation about not associating with people who are not aligned with your purpose and blah, blah, blah. Here's the new thought that I am beginning to make some headway on. Aligning ourselves with people who are working and struggling and striving for integrity, who are living on purpose, who are thriving or working towards that state of living and aligning ourselves in such a way that their experiences become our experiences. You understand? So making friends with people who are doing the things that you desire, who are reading the books, learning the things, making the things, creating, building things you're interested in and corresponding with them, hearing about their experiences. So it's the exact same thing where you read a bunch of different stories um, and you you can live tons of lifetimes in your single lifetime. When you get to hear the stories of your friends, of their of their experiences, and when you get to hear the stories of other people, it's like having access to endless other perspectives. And that is the thing, I believe, which allows us to live many lifetimes in one and to have some of the experiences that we desire to have, which is why I started off with a little a little prose about my day today. It was a beautiful day. I would love to hear us sharing more about the beautiful experiences that we're having um, on the weekends, on our travels, at work with our lovers, with one another. I, I would really love to, you know, hear more of that um, to kind of calm some of the... some of the feelings and thoughts that I have surrounding death and the, the limitedness of this lifetime. Life is beautiful. And it is up to us to create beautiful experiences for ourselves and one another and to create a beautiful world. It's on us. I would also like to say this. At some point, preferably now, we must move beyond these small, tedious blocks those small tedious blocks are issues around worthiness and around accepting truth. So first of all, worthiness. God made you. God saw fit to make you. In God's eyes, you are perfectly worthy and your worthiness has never been, nor could it ever be, called into question. Your worthiness is an absolute fact. Of course you're worthy of everything you desire. That's not a question. So sabotaging ourselves because we don't think we're good enough is a waste of everyone's time. It is 
It is a gross waste of your mental resources, your inner genius, your spiritual powers. It's a waste. We have to get away from that. There is no question about whether you're worthy. Of course you're worthy. You're here. You belong. God made you. No no human being can ever question your worthiness, not even you. And then second, there are some truths, some spiritual truths, like your thoughts or things. Your words are a spell you cast over your life. Every word you speak is a prayer. These are basic spiritual truths that we cannot afford to ignore, to forget, or to pretend like we don't know. So we must we must commit to using our mental, emotional, and verbal resources in support of what we are creating and not against ourselves. These these woe is me ain't it awful stories that we continue to tell, we're grown ass adults. We do you know what I'm saying? There is a way. There is a way. And spirit knows the way. And the highest most God and the innermost God are the same. The absolute is your very spirit. Spirit knows the way. So listen, ask, listen, receive. We have to get past this bullshit about feeling unworthy. It doesn't, it's not even, a, it's not a thing. <laughs> I don't know who made it a thing, who made it a hang up, but it's not a thing. You're absolutely worthy. You'll never change it. Nobody else can change it. You're worthy. And if you're not aware of these spiritual truths and laws, I highly recommend that you begin studying them now and teach your children if you have children. Because these spiritual laws and truths are operable and they are never inoperable and they always they're always on they're always working you're always using them and it's best that you know what they are like your thoughts become things your words are a spell you cast over your life your life will become whatever story you're telling that you can feel your way into the new manifested reality. And so it is that miracles are natural and happen all the time. It's 11, 11 p.m. Make a wish. There are spiritual truths. You need to make yourself aware of them. You are responsible for this. I think until we become aware of these truths, It's like trying to be our best selves while our feet are bound and our hands are tied behind our backs. You gotta get yourself free mentally. You gotta get your thoughts free. You have to become aware of these mental laws. If you don't know where to start, start with the Kabbalion. Start with the science of mind. Start start with any of the recordings or writings by Esther and Jerry Hicks or Abraham Hicks. Listen to 
the new thought writers. Read the essays, read the books, listen to the lectures, say your affirmations, change your mind. Do not listen to anyone who tells you these things are bullshit because usually people who say those things are bullshit are broke. They have no results to show for. They don't know what they're talking about. The reason that I put so much emphasis on manifesting a life of well-being is because I really wanted to be able to show people that these spiritual laws are real and they're easy to demonstrate. I didn't want to be a half-assed, scared, broke, lonely teacher. Okay? I wanted to be someone to say, hey, look, I know this works because it worked for me. Okay? I'm happy. I'm able to make these necessary changes. I've created these beautiful spaces around me. I've attracted all these amazing friends, these glorious opportunities, building this wonderful business. All, All of my basic needs are covered. I feel connected to spirit every minute of every day. All I have to do is think of spirit, intuition popping. I wanted to come to you from a space of this can be done because I did it. And you're the same as me, so you can do it too. Okay? So, I'm going to drink this tea. Probably go read a little something. And I pray that you would give yourself permission to move from surviving to thriving. And when you do, (laughs) be prepared to have... (laughs) almost uh, a moment of what the hell do I do now (laughs) and then be ready to go into creation mode I love you I'll talk to you soon